Maribel, thank you so much for coming in today. I appreciate your time. And I wanted to start out this conversation by just asking you a couple of quick questions. Okay. Number one, are you happy with the home loan that you got? Oh, absolutely. I love my home. I couldn't have it without a home loan. What was the most exciting thing about getting the house that you have now? The most exciting thing was probably watching my husband. He was so happy. Really? And getting all that mountains of paperwork that you know it's yours, even though you know you're having to sign your life away. <laughs> I think one of the challenges for most home buyers is that they really rely upon the person that's in front of them to give them number one advice, but number two to walk them through that process A to Z. Now, this is the second opportunity I've had to work with you. So is it okay if I go over some of the history? Of course. All right. So we met actually late 2008, early 2009. You bought your first house. I did. And you weren't married. I was not. Yes. But you're a veteran of the United States Army, correct? I am. When did you serve? I served from 2001 to 2005. Thank you so much for your service to our country. And the thing that's neat about that is, is that you knew that this benefit was available to you for a VA home loan, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And one of the things that I've always discussed with my clients, specifically those that are qualified for the VA, is that you really need to look into this opportunity because number one, it's 100% financing. Mm -hmm. It doesn't require a down payment and it has no mortgage insurance. And that's a huge benefit for people that are just not sure what the VA home loan program is about. So did you know those things before you came in and talked with me? Did you do some research? I did. I am I'm all for research. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was at the time 26, so and it was that time the market was crashing and all those things were happening and it was hard to get loans and so I just really um, really depend I don't think I could have gone any other way if at that point. Sure. Unless I would have gone at the with the VA loan. Now, in both times that we've done this, has the process felt a bit different between one transaction versus the other? Um, yes and no. I mean, both times were pretty seamless and, and very easy. I have only known stories through friends and family of dealing with loan and loan officers. And you always hear all these things that it's not going well or paperwork is getting lost. The only difference with the second one is I still had my first home. We had mm -hmm. a contingency on that loan. And so I had to, you could probably better explain it than I did. There was a certain limit to my loan at that point because Correct. I already had a house on it. Yes. But um, other than that, it was fairly, very simple. Now, one thing that changed in your situation from when you first bought a house mm -hmm. in 2009 and when you sold that house and bought another home is it you switched career type and the income type. You went from a W-2 employee mm -hmm. to being self-employed. Yes. Now, have you had any experience with people other than yourself that had tried to do something like that and try to obtain a home loan? I have. I've had um, uh, business associates or other people who, who've had a more difficult time. Uh, you know, I've used you. I've always enjoyed your services here. Uh, and it's been really easy. So I didn't really know that it's supposed to be difficult. <laughs> you know, as a 1099, I always just suggest to people, you know, find your, a good accountant. Yes. And get QuickBooks or get a system in place and so that you can prove proof of income and then you'll be fine. Yeah. As long as you can show your paperwork, then you won't have an issue. Would you say that it's a smart idea to meet with a loan officer or a lender before starting to look for a home? Absolutely. Yeah. I think in your case specifically because your income type had changed, you had gotten married, lots of little things that could have been bigger issues later were probably 
a lot less stressful because we handled all the paperwork and the accounting of where we need to be from a finance standpoint on the front end. Would you agree? Correct. It's like it's like prepaying your ticket, like yeah. to an amusement park or something. You're going looking at houses and may or may not be in the right field of direction. But once you have that certified letter, and if you want to put an offer in, you obviously are at an advantage as well. So it felt really good to have. In our case, we had multiple letters for different ranges, which was nice. And when we found the house that we really liked, we could just drop one and. Was it helpful for you to have estimates when you looked at different scenarios of price points? Yes. So did that help you to budget better in your process itself? Absolutely. Yeah. I think that the strongest thing that I can offer is communication. Did you feel that the communication was good? Oh yeah, because I, for me, I have to have a plan set in place. Mm -hmm. Like I'm very um, strategic in the things that I have to do. So I had, I know, I asked you to write multiple offer letters at different oh, that's price fine. points. Yeah, so no, that, <laughs> but that's what I'm here to do to yeah. serve you. So that was really nice to know. Well, if, if I'm at this price point, this is what my monthly is going to be, and and um, asking questions about other. Our home had other. Uh, the solar lease and other yeah. things attached to it that I hadn't dealt with before and so that was nice that not only could I ask you but you could give me the point of reference um, in that field to help me kind of dive through that paperwork as well. Yeah, as you probably realize it takes a team of people sometimes in different industries to co-manage this process mm -hmm. and VA Home Loans is among the best financings available. And bar none, I recommend it if you're a veteran and you honorably discharge and have the ability to obtain a certificate of eligibility, which we do in-house. So that's a nice thing too. We're the direct lender. It provides you with a little bit of um, security knowing that what we do start to finish, I'm actively involved to help you with that. But I want to go ahead and bring up another quick topic and it has to do with the VA funding fee. Do you remember what that was? I do. And you know, yes, I was glad you brought that up because mm -hmm. I don't think I don't think the first time it didn't go, we didn't, I don't know what happened. I don't remember it the first time around, but the second time, you know, it made a big difference. I, off the top of my head, I know it was a few. It's expensive. And the reason yeah. why is because on your first time use, it's 2.15% of the purchase price. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's if you're doing 100% financing. On second time uses, it's 3.3%. Yeah. Now, unless you have a disability rating that the VA pays you for, then you can request that VA funding fee to be removed or it's exempt. So did you know that? Well, I knew that the second time around because then I had to, I am happened to be a, a dis disabled veteran. Excellent. And so I had to send you my proof of percentage and so that all went through. So yeah, that, was, that makes that a big nice, difference. It did make it. But you know what? One of the things that I think most veterans don't realize, if I really did break down the difference between a conventional finance loan and a VA loan, the rate is historically lower by about a quarter percent to a half percent and there's no mortgage insurance required because if you were to look at the comparison just for example let's just say the interest rate is at five percent mortgage insurance could be between 0.6 to 1.1 percent so when you look at your payment you're going to add that to your base rate so let's just say it's five percent so they'd be paying six or six point one percent for the same money and there's a big separation for a full percentage point as far as cost from a monthly standpoint. So that's one of the benefits of the VA loan. Um, one of the things that I've seen with most veterans is that they're very organized. They know what their goals are. And if I give them the information, they can make executable decisions throughout the process. Did you feel that way? 
Yeah, I yeah. feel like yeah. in general, I felt that. Once you got the pre-qualification completed and you found a house, I think that the process of finding the house and all the inspections and other things during that process was probably more stressful than the loan application process. Would you agree? I would agree. Yeah, yeah. the loan application the loan application itself was pretty stressless. Mm-hmm. Just making sure everybody was communicating yes. and all that stuff. Yeah. But um, it was generally pretty smooth. I mean, we had a, a contingency house, and then our house was under contingency as yeah. well. So we kind of had a domino effect of yeah. three different things all needing to happen at the same time. Which is difficult because you're not the only party involved. Correct. Yeah. But it sounds like you love your place. I saw some I pictures you did some nice <laughs> yes, remodeling. You guys are doing a great job with that. And we'll be there forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, real quickly, I want to go through kind of the requirements for the VA loan. You may or may not know these things that kind of happen behind the scenes, but for our listeners of this podcast, I want to kind of go through them. So these are the generic steps in home loan purchasing. Specifically, number one, meeting with your lender, knowing your numbers. Number two, setting your parameters, the location, size, room count, amenities, price. And finding out what your negotiables are and what your needs are. Really figuring out that, what is the requirement for my family? Uh, Step three, making your offer. Using you know, a credible buyer's agent looking out for your best interest and negotiating the information necessary for your loan to go through smoothly. On the VA loan, there are certain things that the veteran cannot pay. So because of that, it needs to be negotiated in the contract or the lender needs to increase the rate to cover those expenses. Mm-hmm. Now, we also require for VA financing a termite inspection and termite clearance. So that's a big deal. I'm not sure why, but VA loans are done all across the country and apparently there's a lot more termites in Virginia than there are in California. But Our house had to be Oh, okay. Yeah. But you can imagine in a wetter climate that's more specifically Mm -hmm. wet all the time, that is a bigger issue. So, step four, once your offer is accepted, we typically update your financials, including bank statements and pay stubs or assets for your case uh, being self employed, an estimated profit and loss. We update your numbers and we have a choice to either lock your loan or not at that point. Mm -hmm. But then we give you an updated estimate of cash to close. And if we need to make any amendments of that, that's what we do. We also incorporate the tax bill based off of the property specifically. We ask you for homeowner's insurance quotes. And then we ask you to take a look at the updated payments, make sure it's still in line because we're constantly going with this back and forth just to check and make sure that you're aware of the things that we're doing through this Mm -hmm. process. And then once you're in contract, like I said, we have that choice to either lock or float the loan rate. So at that time, I typically spend a little bit of time explaining just what to expect in the next steps in the process and timeframes. So that's kind of an important piece um, going towards the transaction close. Step five, you're going to provide an earnest money deposit to escrow, and that's Mm -hmm. you as a buyer stating, yes, I'm serious about this house. I'm going to put this much money money up for the uh, deposit, and anything needs to be applied towards uh, costs. That, that's what it applies to. And then you order your inspections. In this case, termite inspection, if you want a home inspection, um, the appraisal gets ordered, and any other inspections, if you want to have that, that happens in that step. And then we submit a complete package to underwriting, and they finalize, and they confirm everything that I've done in the pre-approval process. And once that happens, if there's any conditions, like you had odd deposits, or there's something happened with employment, or any other things like that, we would then address those. And then we would take the inspection to make sure that the collateral, the house itself, meets all the requirements of the bank. And once this is all cleared, we get something called the CD or closing disclosure. That's your final disclosure. And escrow then calls you. You can set up signing for the loan documents. And if there's any additional monies due, then you send those funds to closing. 
once you sign your loan documents and your loan funds, you get the keys. But in your case, you had a little bit more going on because you had a contingency of sale in another property and also yes. the sellers having to replace their home too. So did that kind of sound like what you went through? Yes. Yeah. You're jogging my memory. <laughs> I had to run. <laughs> it goes by so fast. You think that's a long time and it's not. 30 days, they go by really fast. It, it does. And, you know, I do this lots and lots of times through the year. So just like in any industry that you have professional experience in, you do things unconsciously. Mm-hmm. Yes. But sometimes I don't know what you don't know. So it's easier for me after I hear it from you. Because a lot of, I know it's my own personality. If I don't know something, but I kind of nod and say I do mm-hmm. know, that's one of the reasons why we do the podcast. I really want to be able to educate people so that if they have an experience that's similar, they can give some feedback or at least get some type yeah, of feedback. Yeah, it's a big decision. So, yeah. So there are some things that happened during the process. I'm going to kind of go through real quickly, and this is specific to VA loans. One is is that you provided us with a DD-214. Your DD-214, that is life. Absolutely. Gold. And any veteran listening to this will know exactly what I'm talking about. Have lots and lots of copies. (laughs) When you leave, you ETS out. You make sure you get 25 notarized copies, as many as they will give you. Absolutely. And uh, when you provide that to me, we are direct to VA, so we log in to the VA portal and we pull down our certificate eligibility. Now, there are in some cases where they're not able to give us automated certificate eligibility, so we'd fill out a completed form, we'd scan it to the correct department within the VA, and then they'll issue us a finding. So in your case, because you already had a VA loan, they give us a response stating there's an active VA loan, Mm -hmm. and that in order to restore complete entitlement, you would then go ahead and pay off that existing loan. And that's kind of what we did in a chain reaction event to create more entitlement for this house, okay? So once that's completed and we receive the certificate eligibility, we know you're veteran approved, if you will, for the VA loan. At that time, we go ahead and complete the loan application and then start the process of pre-approval. Once all the financial data is verified and validated for our purposes, I issue the pre-approval and you start looking. Once the um, loan is in process and we're sending it to underwriting, we're going to confirm certain things. Specifically, if you're W-2 employee or you're receiving uh, wages specific, in this case your husband, he is a W-2 employee, um, we validate that again. We just want to make sure that, well, the VA likes to make sure that you have a job still, (laughs) that you have income so that you can repay that debt. I know that sounds funny, but we have to do that. Uh, But we are also taking out, and it's unique to VA financing, we take a consideration of other expenses monthly. Um, and what I'm referring to is that a VA calculation looks at something called residual. And residual is the leftover funds that you have to manage your other parts of your life. This includes um, maintenance, utilities, cost of living, um, childcare if needed, other expenses. So they take those out as deductions. And that's why VA loans have the lowest rate of default, even though they're 100% financing. Conventional loans, FHA loans, USDA loans don't account for that. Did you know that? I did not know yeah. that. Yeah, and that's how to do me. Yeah, <laughs> good point. <laughs> but we do. We we calculate your gross income that we can use. We subtract out deductions for federal, for state, disability if you pay it, Social Security, and then they look at this, you know, certificate uh, chart if you will, to find out if you have enough residual left over. And then we have to clear something called caviars, which is the credit alert information voice activated system or something like that. Uh, You get the exact acronym later, but it's to find out you have no federal liens. 
So if you had student loans that went sideways, that would be collectible. Um, if you owed back, you know, um, federal tax bills, that would be something that would come into play. But there are some cool features, and I'll go through these. I know we probably talked about it in the past, but there's so much paperwork. I probably, I probably don't remember this, but there's a, a page that says here are the features of the VA loan. Number one, it's assumable. VA loans are assumable. Did you know that? Do you remember that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I remember that word. So yes. There's no prepayment penalty, which means if you want to apply additional principal, you can do so at any time. If there's two vets, we can use one of the other entitlements. If you're married and the other party is not a vet, no problem. We just use the entitlement of the veteran. But if you're not married, I cannot put the other person on the loan. Did you know that? I did know that. Yeah. So it kind of throws people sideways because they think, well, I'm a veteran. Why can't I use my my significant other's income, it's because we're only insuring the, the veteran. So that does you know hurt a little bit. Um, if you're trying to purchase a house using your VA benefits and you're buying something um, using the VA loan while you already have another VA loan, we need to have what they call a, a guarantee of at least 25%. And that's where the bonus entitlement comes in. So in some instances, say you did have a house and you only finance say 120,000, and this was your very first starter home, and you wanted to buy another home but not you know, sell that other VA loan, if you had enough entitlement left over, as long as you purchase a house over $144,001, they can do it. But the higher purchase price you go, the less entitlement you have available. So sometimes you have to sell the other house in order to qualify for another VA loan. Mm -hmm. And um, that was kind of the situation in yours because you bought a very nice house. Let's just say that much. And in Kern County right now, it goes up to 453100 whereas the standard FHA only goes to two ninety five, which is a significant difference. VA loans also, if you wanted to cash out later to do any improvements or anything like that, they can go to 100% of the value of the new appraisal. Which is kind of cool too. Disney. Yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have any desires to do any additional improvements? I mean, we just gutted our entire kitchen, but there are some improvements that are coming well, our way. Five, ten years long, long yes, whatever the case sure. may be. As uh, we have projects, your child starts to get to the point where you know they need their own part of the house. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, also. VA offers um, FICO scores down as low as 580. Now, you guys are nowhere near that. You're up in the you know, high credit score range, but it does offer some benefits to that. And the last thing is, you know, when we're doing the appraisals and stuff, um, we do give you a copy of the appraisal. Did you remember getting a copy of yours? Yes. Okay. And um, it's pretty clear. Veterans Administration has a very specific process, and I think a lot of people, especially if they're a veteran, um, just like to have something to feel good that they have something in support of what they're doing financially. So, was there anything on this list that I went through that didn't wasn't something we talked about in the past, other than perhaps? No, I think a, we covered it. Yeah, I think we covered it. Now, in parting, um, are there any things that you had as far as experiences that you'd like to let maybe a podcast listener hear about the process? About specifically the VA process, mm -hmm. you know, I would just say take advantage of it for sure. It was, I would say it was more profound in 2009 when we did our first loan because I specifically remember um, people trying to get home loans at that at that time and it was impossible. You needed letters from employers, you needed to show six months proof and I had countless uh, friends that were getting denied loans or they weren't getting qualified for the amount that they needed. And at VA, it was, I almost didn't seem 
kind of a little unreal. Like I was like, I don't understand what's happening. It's so easy. You just do this. And so I was very young at that point. Um, and so it was just, it's a very seamless process. As long as you have all your paperwork in order, generally it should be pretty easy and, you know, take advantage of it as soon as you can. And as soon as you're ready, you know, they're there for you. Now, if you were to do it differently next time, is there anything you would change as far as the setup or process or how you did things and how you approached it? I don't think so. I mean, we had a pretty tricky situation. We had a buyer for our house and we had to buy our house and then she bought her house. So we had a very delicate situation and everybody, we're very fortunate that everybody was really there to play ball and the all the other homeowners were everybody who had each other's best interests kind of and it worked out really well so I hope that's the experience for everybody listening moving forward that you know there can be kindness among, among the sale and it can go as smooth as, it, as possible yeah I think at the end of the day we have a lot of parties involved in one transaction mm-hmm. I made this point when I was doing a home buyer workshop the other day I can count real quickly buyer's agent listing agent Loan officer, oh, processor, so underwriter, appraiser, home inspector, termite inspector, escrow officer, and, planners, and all of these people are trying to do it at the same time, you know, to close the transaction for you. I guess my biggest thing too is you know be your own advocate. You also have to remember that everybody's busy and you are probably one, and they might have fifteen clients. Somebody might have thirty-five clients. You know, things happen. Um, understand that and you may have to reach out to your own loan officer or you may have to give a double back to your realtor or to you know um anybody who's in that process you might have to i had to call va because i think they couldn't find some paperwork that i needed um and that we didn't know until the umpteenth hour so those are things just to be on the lookout for is maybe just to always be your own advocate as in as far as the transaction going and checking in where you need to check in will be helpful so that you're not there on day 29 and a half and with your moving trucks and everything ready to go and yeah i I explained to you if you have a 30 or 45 day escrow it moves very quickly it moves quickly and on top of that you're trying to prep your own home Mm -hmm. whether you're selling or you're renting you're trying to get ready to move and it just Family, it, yes you it, pets, you have children, yeah, exactly you have you've got all of these yes. moving parts right mm-hmm. and it is definitely an upheaval in your personal life yes. to buy real estate mm-hmm. but I think it's rewarding as well oh. you know once you get into your home you get settled just like, like it, it's my and you remind me and I thank you Maribel for doing this is you remind me that I do this for a purpose it's to help families you know and I hope you understand. I care about you, okay. your family, and that. Been at it for ten years. Now. I know, but but more important than that, it's important. This is not a commodity that you could just, you know, you could go online and get a lender to do this stuff, but the intricacies and the availability and the communication yeah. necessary. Sometimes those types of things really are easier if you have somebody to work with face to face, local that you can text, you can oh, get the stuff. Sure. I would, so, I cannot recommend that enough. I mean, somebody you can call. I mean, I think we wrote a deal at ten o'clock at night. That's okay. <laughs> so, my wife um, was very, very understanding, <laughs> and my kids know what I do, and they, you know, yeah. really appreciate. So, if this. you can find that kind of relationship, you know, I think that's that's is a valuable thing. Absolutely. Well, great. 
that's pretty much all I had to ask you about. I really appreciate your time. Oh, thanks for Thank having you me. so much. And if uh, something comes up that you have a question about about VA loans, um, please reach out to me. Um, I have my contact information on the podcast, but more important than that, reach out to your loan officer if you're working with somebody and do your homework. You can Google them. You can contact other people that have had experiences with that lender because they're going to be worth their weight in gold if they do their job correctly because the stress process would be reduced significantly if they're proactive. Just call Alan. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Maribel. Okay.